You're listening to the Legend Vest Podcast for Entrepreneurs. Whether you're just getting started or been in business for many years, we take a deep dive into what it takes to truly become successful. It's time to level up your business and your personal life. Now, please welcome your hosts, Jameson and Courtney Gavin. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Legend Vest Podcast. I am your host, Courtney Gavin. Thanks so much for tuning in today. We're going to be talking about the biggest lesson I had to learn early on as an entrepreneur. Matter of fact, we may even talk about more than one lesson. But the overarching summary of today's episode is all about getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Oh yes, I said it. And I'm sure this isn't the first time that you guys have heard this phrase before. But I am a true testament to this, that this is absolutely key. Guys, being an entrepreneur, as you know by now, and if you've been listening to our podcast, that being an entrepreneur is not easy, right? It's fun, it looks cool, it's hot, you know, to be a boss lady and all this fun stuff, but trust and believe on the other side is hustle, hard work, not making money for a while, you know, like it's it's the real deal, you know, it's just as hard, if not harder, than being an employee where you're getting a guaranteed paycheck. But we're not going to talk about all of those things today, but I want to share with you, you know, what it is that you have to do in order to take your business to the next level. So guys, it's 2020 now. It's time to turn over a new leaf. It's time to leave behind those fears and old ways of thinking. Doing the same things you did last year in 2019 and in 2018 and 2017, trust me, they will not get you to where you wanna be and beyond. I can remember being right out of college, super excited and ready to take on the world and crush this business that Jameson and I had started. Boy, was I in for a rude awakening, a reality check. Starting a business is easy, but growing a business and getting customers is a whole nother thing. Why didn't they teach us this stuff in college? Even in high school? I don't even know. That's another conversation for another podcast. But I know many of you want to take your business to the next level. So how do you do that? Well, first things first, you got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. I want you to know that early on, I realized that, you know what? I can't build this business just by doing things willy-nilly and doing the same old things. I had to go out there and actually get the business. And I think that's what a lot of people don't realize. They, They think that you build it and they will come. You build it and people are like, okay, so what? (laughs) Heck, they may not even know that you even exist. I realized at the age of 22, at a very young age, when we started this business, that if only people knew that we existed, I knew that we would have a very successful business. But the challenges that we had was we're new, right? And we didn't know what the heck we were doing. We didn't have any training. No one else in our family was really entrepreneurs or doing the things that we were doing and at a young age. So we had to start from scratch and we had to learn like a lot of other people have had to learn, you know, just just learning through the school of hard knocks and through experience. But I want you to know, I had to do a lot, a lot of things that were uncomfortable. And I don't mean uncomfortable like doing things you shouldn't be doing morally and ethically. I'm not talking about things like that. 
I'm talking about doing things outside your comfort zone. And let me tell you, okay, doing things outside of my comfort zone is not a part of my natural DISC profile. If you guys haven't taken the DISC assessment, I highly recommend it. It is absolutely amazing. DISC as in D-I-S-C. I am a high S, by the way. I'm very much stable and the total opposite of a type A. But what I can tell you is that I can be a type A if I really want to. And that has really, really helped me in business. So I say all that to say, I've had to do a lot of things that were uncomfortable, but they have yielded amazing results down the line. I'm gonna give you a few examples of some of the things that I've had to do outside my comfort zone. I had to cold call 20 to 30 businesses a day. That was a goal I gave myself when I was 22, 23. I did have a part-time job working at fast food just to literally pay for my Toyota Corolla and to literally pay for groceries. And so I would call 20 to 30 businesses a day. And for me, that, that, that took a couple hours, uh, depending on how the conversation went or depending on how many people didn't answer their phone that day. But let me tell you, it was not fun and easy at first because every time I would dial the number, I would like freeze and I wouldn't want to press the green button to, to actually call it, you know, because I was afraid of rejection and afraid of sounding like a fraud and sounding like a fool or what if they ask me a question and I don't know how to answer it. All these things go through my mind right before I, especially before I make my first phone call for the day. But I will say over time, it got way easier. And just like everybody that starts out doing something, they're, they're a disaster in the beginning, but they master it later on. Every master was once a disaster. One of my favorite quotes. So, you know, you're going to be horrendous at first at whatever it is you do. But the beautiful thing was over time, I practiced and I just got better. I had my pitch. I would practice in front of the mirror and I became so convicted and I really believed in myself and what we were providing that I didn't really care anymore about what people were thinking or saying or whatever. And I usually got very, very positive feedback anyway. So a lot of times this stuff is just in our head. But that's an example of some of the things that I had to do that was uncomfortable. I'll give you some more. I've had to go before City Hall in front of a fairly large audience to defend and explain why our company deserved to be a minority-owned business. So no pressure there. <laughs> I've called on CEOs of million-dollar brands asking for the meeting. I've met with owners of multi-million dollar commercial real estate properties to show the value that our company brings and why they should do business with us. I've won six-figure government contracts despite there being the biggest, baddest competitors in the room. And guys, I don't say all these things to brag, but I want you to know that these are things that are possible for you too. Trust me, okay? If a 20-something can do all of these things with no training, no background, no, no inheritance, nothing but sweat equity and unmistakable confidence, trust me, you can do all of these things and so much more. And for somebody like me who was known as the quiet girl, who's very reserved, who's not very aggressive, for me to do these things were so bold and fearless that I had to... I had to transform myself and adapt to that environment and do what I had to do in order to get the business. So what I'm trying to say is there's going to be things in your business that come up that you're going to be like, mm, 
I really don't want to do this. <laughs> this is making me cringe and making my stomach turn. But I have to tell you, 99.9% .9 of the time, the very thing that you don't want to do is the very thing you have to do. And the very thing that's actually holding you back from getting you where you want to be. And I know you cringe at that because it's not what you want to hear. And I remember hearing this at a seminar at that age, like around 22. And I was like, no, but I don't want to do sales. I don't want to do cold calling and door knocking and all this stuff. It is absolutely cringeworthy. I can't, I can't, I won't, I won't. But I knew, I knew deep down, yeah, but if you don't, you will never get to where you want to be. You may have to go to that nine to five job, you know, or maybe this just isn't for you. Maybe you have to go to med school and just become a doctor or whatever, right? I mean, not that that's a bad option, but maybe this entrepreneurship thing is not for you. And maybe it's not for you either. That's something that you really have to dig deep. And so how I came out of that was, okay, it's not something I want to do. But would I look back and regret, man, I could have had everything I wanted on my vision board had I just doggone picked up the freaking phone. And I was just like, huh, I'm not going to let this cringeworthy feeling in my gut stop me from getting the things on my vision board. And I had a lot of things on my vision board. I mean, I was barely making any money, guys. Like, I mean, barely. But I had big dreams and big goals. We weren't even married yet. We weren't even engaged yet. We were just dating, but I had big dreams and goals individually and collectively as a couple. And so I knew, man, I don't want to look back and be like, dang, Courtney, if only you had done that very thing you didn't want to do. And so I knew, gosh, I got to do it. <laughs> I challenge you guys to think about what is that one thing that's tugging at your heart. Most of the time, we know exactly what we need to do. It's just that we're afraid to actually move forward and take action. Sometimes we're just afraid of the other side. I can't tell you how many things I actually went and did something bold the other day. And it reminded me of my old self from 22, 23 years old, very in the very beginning of our business. And it just reminded me of like, wow, Man, it had, it's been a while since I've had to do some of this stuff. But there's going to be things that you're going to want in life. The desires, whether it's business or whether it's anything else in your life that you want, we got to fight for it. It's not going to just land in our lap. And so think about that. Do the thing that scares you. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. A couple other things too, guys, that actually helped me in, in growing our business was... I knew that I had to work harder than my competitor. Just remember, and this actually kept me up at night, that there's somebody else out there who's working on something very similar to what you're doing, product or service or in your industry, very similar, that is willing to work harder than you. And I was like, shoot, uh-uh, <laughs> not me, I don't want I don't want that that guy or girl or whoever, I don't want them to get the business that I deserve, that I've worked hard for. No, if that means I got to wake up an hour earlier than what I'm already waking up, or if that means I got to stay up late to get this crap done, if that means I need to do something bold and, and, and do something crazy 
in terms, and I don't mean like crazy, like lunatic crazy, but do something to stand out and do something I haven't done before, then maybe that's what I need to do. But I refuse to let my competitor work harder than me. And so that, that definitely fueled me a lot because I had plenty of competitors and none of them looked like me. So I had an advantage of that being different and always embrace your difference, you guys, because it's going to be great for people to remember who you are. You want to be remembered because there's a lot of people doing what you're doing, I can assure you. So, but I say all that to say, I still had to work very hard to prove my value and our company's value and what we bring and all that fun stuff. But just remember, if you're not willing to do what it takes, your competitor is and they're going to get the business. How is that going to make you feel? And so probably not very good, but sometimes we can use that as fuel and motivation to, you know what, I, I, I don't have a choice. I, I got to do this. I got to get this done. Also, another thing that I did daily, every single day, at least five days a week during business hours, meeting new people every day. Whether that was over the phone, picking up the phone, meeting new people, or visiting, you know, door knocking, or making connections and relationships, LinkedIn wasn't even, I mean, I don't even know, back in 2012, 2013, it may have like just came out, I don't know. But LinkedIn is an amazing tool nowadays that you can really leverage. You may not even really have to do that much door knocking and cold calling anymore. You can leverage LinkedIn to connect with second degree or even third degree connections or people that you want to do business with. Connect with them. Let them know who you are and what you do. Introduce yourself. And so there, there are a lot of ways and a lot of things you can do, but the point is people have to know who you are and that you exist. You think people know, but not enough people know. I can tell you, I, I can assure you that. That's one of your problems, is that not enough people know you. And then your next problem is, even when enough people know you, now guess what? It's not just you at the contract table. There's other people, i.e. your competitors, who do something very similar to you. And so now your customer knows who you are. But the question is, why should I go with you and not your competitor? That's a whole nother problem for another episode. But the point is, if people don't know you even exist, you don't stand a chance. I don't care how good or amazing your product or service is, because if people don't know who you are, how will they know that you're even an option? And that's something I learned, again, right out of college. Man, if only people knew, because we have something here. And so that's why I was determined my goal was to spread the word. And I didn't look at sales as just sales. I looked at it as I'm building relationships. I'm helping people. I have a product and a service that actually gives them back their time. I mean, I'm coming from a place of contribution here. I'm actually helping you. So now I'm not just another company that wants to take your money. I'm actually here to add value and give you your time back, which by the way, is the most valuable asset we all have. So you see how I put a spin on that? Maybe the word sales scares you. Don't call it sales. I call it relationship building. I call it networking. I call it spreading the word. You do what you have to do. I don't care what you have to call it. But the point is, is that sales is all about people knowing who you are and what you do and how you can help them. But you have to get comfortable with meeting new people. And let me ask you this. 
If you're not willing to spread the good news about what you do, what your business does, what your product and service is, and the value that you bring, then why are you in business? Why are you here? If you're not even willing to talk to at least one, five, 10, 20 people a day, or however many that number needs to be, then what are you doing? How are you going to live? I mean, maybe you have, you know, another source of income where this is just a hobby for you. Okay, then then maybe this podcast episode is not for you. But chances are, for a lot of you, this business is everything to you. And you may or may not have a nine to five, you know, cash flowing you in the meantime. You may or may not, I don't know. But I know that most people who start businesses, they, they want to do this full time. They want this to be their bread and butter. They want to leave their jobs for most people, right? And that's okay even if you want it just as a side hustle. But what I can say is this. Most people who start a business, they want it to make money, right? They want it to be successful. But it amazes me how many people are not willing to even spread the word about what they do. So how do you expect people to do business with you if you're not willing to just meet new people and say, hey, how you doing? My name is so-and-so. This is my company. This is what we do. I mean, you can do this anywhere. It's not just picking up the phone and making a, a sales pitch over the phone. You can do this at the grocery store. You can do this at the school where your kid goes to, at your church, at the fast food restaurant, the drive through Like, there are many opportunities, and I have found, you know, just by going to various places, there are many opportunities to build relationships with people. You know, the cashier, the, the person washing your car, you know, a smile goes a long way, you guys. You don't have to talk business every single time in every single place. What I am saying is this, there are more opportunities than you think. And it's not always just about doing it the traditional way of picking up the phone or sending a, or sending a LinkedIn message to a stranger. Now those are great ways and that's a way and I applaud you for doing something. Pick something, find something you're comfortable with for now, but then I want to challenge you. This is something I did for myself. Once I hit my number of 20 to 30 calls a day, and I was done, I crossed it off my notebook. You know what I did then? I told myself, make one more phone call. Ugh, and I cringed at myself, and I'm like, really? I just did my list, you know, I checked it off, I'm good, I'm done, I wanna watch Scandal, like, I just, I wanna be done for the day. And I said, you know what? I can prove myself wrong, I'm gonna make one more phone call. And the reason why I challenged myself was this. One, I proved to myself I can always do more. I can always do better. Secondly, let me tell you, that extra phone call I made almost always was a very strong lead. And it's amazing how pushing yourself beyond your limits and beyond your standard, pushing yourself and just doing that, putting that little extra oomph into it, can sometimes make the biggest difference. I can promise you. And I'm telling you, this is what worked for me. Now again, everybody's different. You know, it's 2020 now. You don't have to do what I did. But I'm telling you what worked for me and how we built a seven-figure company and how we sold to a $10 billion company. So, you know, you can take it as a grain of salt. That's fine. But I'm just here to teach you on what worked for me, teaching you my secrets, telling you my stories and what what actually happened for us so here's the thing 
I don't want to just inspire. I want you to get real with yourself because there's nothing like that reality check where you're just like, man, you know what? I know exactly what I need to do. I, I know what I, I've been pushing away. I know what I've been trying to avoid. Like, I would rather you have that reality check now than to quit too soon and then look back and regret, man, I should have just kept going. Man, if only I'd made those phone calls. Man, if only if I did the things that scared me, I would be in my dream house. I would be in my dream car or I would have whatever XYZ is that is important to you. So I don't want to just inspire you. I want to challenge you. I'm here for you, you guys, every step of the way. So if you ever have any questions, concerns, you want to know more about my stories, if you want to run something past me, feel free to reach out to me on legendvest.com. We want to hear from you. We want to hear your stories. We want to hear your successes. We want to hear your feedback. I even want to hear even those not so great moments. Don't be afraid to fail because remember, in order for us to get better, we have to fail, right? There's a reason why it's it's a good thing that we make mistakes because now we know what not to do. Knowing what not to do is just as valuable as knowing what to do as well. It's okay to fail. It's not okay to give up. Thanks, everyone. I'll catch you later.